Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Did you say Backer? Backer. David Backer. No, nah, false. Got our back. David Kickstarter Backer. I don't know. <laughs> and Aaron... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I thought David was Ooh. saying something. And Aaron, who boy, you see that Infinity War trailer? Woo, that was a pretty good one. Let me make Jacob watch it. Get him so hyped for it and feel like, Jacob, you need to watch the trailer. You didn't say that, but his hype got me hyped and I ended up watching it. I didn't want to watch this trailer. Han. I suppose that's an accurate nickname. <laughs> no, yeah, uh... I, you know, I've been skeptical on this podcast for a long time. I think it's going to be a good movie. I just do now. I, that trailer kind of sold me a little bit. But anyway, this is Reboot Already Underway. This is episode 95. And of course, we're bringing a good episode to you. Good stuff. We're bringing back a classic topic. We split it into two podcasts last time. We're only putting it in one this time. There's only space for one this this uh, go-around. But we're talking about movies we expected to love that we didn't and movies that we expected to hate that we didn't. Part two. So, does, uh, I, do you guys want to start? I can start. David looks like he's moving <laughs> right now. So I'm guessing he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go I, right now. I can start. Aaron, go and for I, it. I I am here in the flesh, but but I am fully ready and prepared to tell you my movie. Well, Aaron, Aaron wait your yeah, turn, I, David. I'm pretty <laughs> sure last time we did the topic, the, the first part, the movies we thought would be bad but were good. I yeah. don't think I was there for that one. Yeah, you weren't there for that one for sure. But so. I have one for that. Go, Aaron. So, Give it, take uh, it away. I'm talk about where the wild things are. Okay. Wait. Which is this? <laughs> where are we starting? I don't know. This is, I don't I know. I thought it was gonna be bad, but I don't know good. anything about this movie. Tell me about it. Do you know about the children's book? Yeah, I'm sure I've read it at some point as a child. About, yeah, the kid with like the wolf costume that yeah. he sent to his bed without supper. like <laughs> yeah, like I know the book, but I don't know if I've read it. I'm sure I, it was read to okay. me at some point when I was a kid or something. But yeah, so I, it was a favorite childhood nah, book. Nah, Jake, your parents didn't read you. Let's be real. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> digging deep. <laughs> All right. And but I'm like, how do you turn that into a movie? Mm-hmm. Like it's like 20 pages, and there's not a whole lot of plot. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also like, it has this really weird style where they like try to make the creatures in the art style of the book, and it's weird, but mm-hmm. also looks really good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, how can they possibly turn this into a, a movie? And then the answer was pretty much make it a very loose adaptation, but also kind of change it from a story about kids for kids to a story about kids for adults so it's basically this 
they transform it into like this kind of examination of growing up and parenting and stuff from like an adult perspective. You're you're opening me up, Aaron. You're opening like, me up. This is like not a <laughs> film that like you would show your kids. Or what, like you can't show your kids. That there's something bad in it. But it's, like, <laughs> there's the like a double the, homicide in it. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. Like all the themes and stuff it's trying to explore, and like all the character development and stuff, and the darkness underlying it all. Mm-hmm. It's like a very mature movie and it's so unexpected who did this? this mature like who who directed it uh, i think it's spike jones oh there you go <laughs> i guess that explains it doesn't it all right i guess i'll have to watch this at some point i just always assumed it was bad so i just never nope. watched it but all right i guess i'll go with mine <laughs> so this is a movie we expected not to this is a movie i expected not to like but I ended up really liking it. It's in my top 50 movies of all time. So you know I really enjoy it. Silver Linings Playbook. Ooh. I, uh, Isn't that bad boy on Netflix? That is a, That bad boy is on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. It was at some point. You know what? I think I've seen like a third of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- so... Actually, no. I've seen it a third of this movie two separate times but okay. it was a different third, different so third. Like, and it was out of order okay nice i saw like the middle i think and then the beginning but i don't know but i just need to watch i just need to watch yeah no it's well. a really great movie i it was when it came out it was like i was at that phase of my life where i'm like ew rom-coms are gross ew that's disgusting mm-hmm. probably um, called them uh chick flicks and, yeah 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 you know, I was just that. I was just a real piece of garbage. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> that's that's like levels of awfulness for people. It's yeah, like number one, calling things chick flicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, but uh, and then uh, you know, years go by. I'm in a in a screenwriting class, and they're like, okay, we need a movie that everyone's watched, so we can kind of talk about the structure of a screenplay and then we're like he's like what's on netflix all right silver Lang's playbook i like that movie and i'm like oh god now i gotta watch this and then i watched it and uh it was amazing and i was just pretty sad that i hadn't seen it before that it's uh such a i mean i've, I've talked about this movie a lot already so i don't need to really go go on too much pontificate but it's Are you just, sure? yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, okay, um, just making sure. I talked about why I like it, but I just wanted to add this story in that I just thought I wouldn't because I was just that dumb person who's like, oh, ew, there's kissing in this movie, gross. <laughs> ew, kissing's gross. Um, but just from the very beginning. I realized how wrong I was, and I was just hooked from there on. And then, by the end, uh, tears, and I can't stop. And I'm like, curse you, screenwriting class, for making me watch this. So, that is uh, Silver Linings Playbook. So, yeah. David, what's a movie you thought you wouldn't like, but you liked it? So, movie that I thought that I didn't like but I ended up enjoying mm-hmm. is a movie I've talked about multiple times. Mm-hmm. 
movie that I enjoy very much. It's one of this uh, coming of age tales. That oh, okay. I absolutely hate. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Nacho Libre, and I was about to just lose it. I'm like, we can't talk about Nacho Libre every time. <laughs> I know what you're gonna go with, though. Go for it. I'm gonna go with Silver Lun. No, I'm just kidding. Silver- I'm going. <laughs> He watched it in the last five minutes. He was like, I watched right, the last dude. third, and I'm like, it's good. And now I'm just confused because I don't know what the order is. You mementoed it. You're like, it's all in the wrong order. Okay. Oh, I watched. I didn't watch. What am, I'm not, words. What are words, Internet? I, my, my movie is Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm, mm. Like, for what? This is not my cup of tea. This is not my kind of movie because I hate almost all of these movies. Like, coming of age like I, not my not my kind of thing i think they're stupid i don't know but for Ooh. some reason <laughs> perks just grabbed me mm. and i'm just like oh i gotta watch perks every day of my life <laughs> every um, day so yeah yeah perks of being wallflower really good movie perks. Yeah. you know another aaron i think we need to do <laughs> a bit of a follow-up from last week um love simon what do we need to do a follow-up? Because we were like, is it going to be good? I don't know. There's only like three reviews. And then everyone's saying it's like the greatest movie ever. And I'm like, what happened? There was like no buzz about this. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, I, it's amazing. I, I think it did about as well as I expected it to. Like it yeah. doesn't sound like people are like, this is a fantastic movie. They're just like, it's pretty good. We're, and that's why the score is so high. We're hearing it from very different people. <laughs> Because I've been hearing, this is the most essential movie ever made. And I'm like, oh my god, okay. That seems like a bit much, but okay. So I will be seeing that, hopefully, this week. Sounds good. Anyway, Aaron, movie you expected to like, but hated. Oh, are we doing that again? What? Oh, okay. No, I, I was trying to remember what my pick was for this. Okay, but <laughs> no, I gotcha. I'm go with one that I talked about recently, but just mm. wanted to mention it again, because it's the first one that came to my mind. Uh, Mute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, this was one of my most anticipated films of the year. Like, top ten most anticipated films of the year. And I was like, I'm ready for another low-budget Duncan Jones sci-fi film. Mm. I like Moon. I like Source Code. Duncan Jones? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I get him, Toby Jones, and the guy from uh, Shape of Water mixed up all the time. It's the three. Which, which guy? Oh, uh, the Doug fish Jones? guy, Doug Jones. Yeah, the three are just anyway. But uh, yeah, but like the thing is, I was trying to. This was like one of the rare movies where I tried to go in without seeing anything for it. Like I didn't look at any of the trailers. Or the like promotional material. I saw like a poster. Yeah. But like that was a the poster really like, ruined it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like Duncan Jones, Netflix, I'm in. Mm. And it was bad. Yeah. Abysmal, you even said. It yes, it's very bad. Like unbelievably bad. <laughs> like how did this get approval? How did this how was this spent uh how did this spend like 12 years being developed and no one was just like stepped in at some point and was like, hey, maybe don't do that. <laughs> this is going to be one I end up watching, I think. Once I've seen Moon, 
source code. You know, I kind of know. You definitely should watch Moon before this. Yeah, that way I can really just feel the true sense of disappointment in this film. But also because there's like a tiny little connection between the two. Oh, They take place in the same world, but the narratives aren't related at all. Cool. Moon just got added to Netflix. We might have to cover that for Gateway to Cinema. Soon, before it's off, like Iron Giant. Speaking of which, we're coming back next week, Gateway to Cinema, Iron Giant. For all that Ready Player One hype. Aaron is, like, not shutting up about Ready Player One. He's so excited for this movie. He's, like, he's already bought merch. He's bought shirts. I read the book. He pre-ordered the Blu-ray. I did end up reading the book. Oh, did you really? When did that happen? Uh, Spring Break. Oh, yeah. My brother had a copy. I was like, well, if I don't have to pay for it, might as well. Read something. And you really, break. you really hated it that much. It's so bad. What's the, all right? No, now it's bookcast. No, What's we'll so to, bad we'll about, it. about it? All right, we'll next, week. next week. Next week, I'll read it before next week too, and I'll let you know what I thought about it. <laughs> okay. Um. So mm, here we go. This one cuts me to my core, people. This one, Warner Brothers was like, hey. I know you really like Harry Potter. You love Harry Potter. It's one of your favorite series of all time. You love the books. You enjoy the movies. Let's do more Harry Potter. But let's make it bad this time. (laughs) Like, let's take all the love and charm that we put into the first seven movies, eight movies, and then just shove it all down the tank. Who cares? Who cares anymore? It's Harry Potter. The kids will go see it. Well, <laughs> who needs who needs CG? Who needs a well-written script? Who needs a good first 10 minutes of your movie? That's not the most important part. First 10. They didn't have like a first good 130. well the first 10 is like abysmal to the point where i was like oh this is gonna be awful (laughs) like i'm gonna be sad and then you know started to give him a little bit of credit when the stuff with catching the monsters comes in that's a those are great scenes the niffler stuff it's like yeah it's cheesy and whatever it's for the kids but it's like it's still fun it's that harry potter spirit and then uh let's talk about uh ezra miller's in this movie for some reason and then it's like oh we're gonna pretend like he's not the thing we're looking he's the thing they're looking for it's obvious from the minute he shows up on screen they don't know how to write for just anything they don't know how to write anything this is bad they got jk rowling to write it they should have let her write like a screen just a regular screenplay and then had someone else come in you know who's maybe more experienced with screenplays and figure out how to make it actually work as a movie. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Maybe that just makes sense to me. Because dialogue that works in a book doesn't work in a movie. And this movie just has tons of book dialogue. And I'm like, oh my god. Why does this suck so much? I wanted it to be so good. I love Harry Potter. And I wanted this to be so good. Now... I realize they're doing this to me again because I saw the trailer for the part two and I'm like, this looks better. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it does. All right. All right. Except for the extremely massive plot hole 
where they apparate into no, Hogwarts. No, no, don't, don't ruin it. What? There's no. I'm not gonna see it. It's, <laughs> it's not even don't a ruiner. Don't ruin it. Don't. Ruin the very first shot in the trailer. Nope, nope. They nope. apparate into Hogwarts grounds. It's almost like Hermione has said the entire Harry Potter books, you can't apparate into Hogwarts. Did J.K. Rowling forget that she wrote that? I'm like, oh my god. Short answer, yes. Yeah, it's just, mm, just, ugh. No, it, I'm sure there's like some kind of magical explanation. Eddie Redmayne's the only thing saving this series at this point. Like, his Newt Scamander is, like, good enough. I'm like, okay, I'll keep watching. He's interesting. I'm interested to know about Luna's great-great-grandpa. And I like Goldie. I think that was her name. She was interesting. But Catherine Watterson's character, awful. Bad character. She has mustard on her shirt. Is that supposed to be an enjoyable quirk? Everyone gets stuff on their shirts sometime. That's not like a, that's not like a, David, oh, David, it's so David, cool. We need to cut them off. <laughs> and you should you know what? David, I, what I, is I, yours? What movie did you hate that you expected to love? I'm choosing Nacho Libre. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's up with Nacho Libre? Because I've gone on public stating on you, the podcast saying that a lot of comedies I'm not about. Yeah. I'm not about. Because like, because I have a very specific sense of humor, and, and it's Nacho Libre. You know, of... Huh? I said, and it's Nacho Libre for some reason. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Movie. No, it's not. <clears throat> Sorry, continue. Sorry. It? You know what? If we do a third topic, I will watch Nacho Libre, and I will include it as the movie that I thought I would hate but loved. If I if I like it, you you won't. That movie. is that Dude, is a next promise. Time we do, next time we do suggest a movie, I'm suggesting not to oh, Done. All right. We but, need to do another so, suggest a movie, but like suggest a movie some person will hate. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's amazing, yes. Okay. Continue. Oh god. But yeah, there's something that Jack Black's performance in this is iconic. Like... Okay. Amazing. Some of the some of the things that this man does. I love the movie. Con, like the jokes are all out there for like it's one of those. It's like they're stupid enough that they make you laugh. I just I just enjoy. Aaron, you want to come to Nacho Libre's defense here? It's a it's a good movie. I don't know what more needs to be said. Stop, stop. <laughs> You're all wrong. Nacho Jack Libre Black. is trash. Oscar worthy performance. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah okay sure oh goodness all right well let's scoot right along to the upcoming movies of the week now aaron yes you said you wanted to tell this story when this movie came out or just talk about uh a rap that you love to hate um and of course you know we're talking about pacific rim uprising coming out this week but aaron you have a special special bond with i have a to piece tell the rap of... story again you out you've never told it on the podcast you said oh. let's save it for when the the movie comes out oh well uh <clears throat> as i'm sure everyone is aware because it's a cinema it's a cinematic classic now nope <clears throat> bad movie uh, pacific rim it's a fun movie mm -mm. No. it's everything you would ever want out of 
giant robots fighting giant monsters. Yeah, well, so. you know, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> movie looks awful. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, there's this rap. Yeah. By uh, RZA. Who? From, from the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's him, yeah. Okay. And uh, so he's just rapping. Yeah, as one it's, does. It's, it's not a good rap. But, you know, it's like one of those movie raps where you're just like, well, he's just there for the paycheck. So, of course, his lyrics aren't going to be inspired. <laughs> but then he keeps going. And then he has this one line where it's like, massive bodies, 100 ton of steel. And then he says, like, he pauses and then he says, kaiju. It's not what the kaiju are. It's what the Jaegers were. Kaijus were the monsters. Jaegers were the giant robots. I I implore everyone to go find this rap and just... <laughs> here, you know what? It's worth it. We have, like, a weird thing on this <laughs> podcast where rap is, like... Whenever there's a bad rap involved, somehow it ends up getting played. <laughs> so, here we are. Uh, but, yeah, the new one. Uh, it looks like it also has a song, right? Does it? Uh, well, it's in it has every that, like war ready yeah. song and all the trailers. give it all to give it yeah. all. <laughs> it's in every trailer. I'm like, oh my god! Y- you got the song, and you're like, all right, here we go. We're doing it. Let me. Oh, oh god, oh god, oh, oh, no. oh god. I'll find oh, it. The rap doesn't start until yeah. a while then. Okay, how how deep is it, Aaron? I don't know. I'll, like halfway through. I'll cut stuff if I need to. Tears in his eye. No one knows for whom the bell tolls. A strong, mighty body, hundred tons of steel. Kaiju. <laughs> it's so bad. Did Guillermo del Toro not just be like, um, like what you're doing here? Uh, but they're the Jaegers. <laughs> they're not Kaiju. And he's like, nah, man. I gotta go with. The the, the, the the kaiju just fits better in the rap. I don't know. It, movie sucks. The first one sucks. I'm sorry. First it's one, not good. Great. This new one. Gonna suck. Mm-hmm. But am I still gonna sucks. see it? I will see of it. Of course. I'll see it. Just because I saw the first one. You know? I, I want to complete the... Because uh, this will be the last Pacific Rim. There's no way this makes money. Yeah, for sure. Um... So, you know, I want to complete the Pacific Rim watch list, I guess. One might call it. And, uh... And, I mean, like, if you're going to see a movie about giant robots fighting giant, uh, monsters, mm-hmm. you kind of have to see it in theaters. Yeah. Like, what's the point otherwise? No, there isn't one. Enjoy a nice story? I don't know. <laughs> Charlie's in it. Charlie yeah. Day. So, I mean, that that's Charlie the only... Day! Only thing I'm excited. Really concerned about how they're gonna handle the child soldiers that keep appearing in the trailers. What do you mean, child soldiers? They have like the young Jaeger pilots. Yeah. That are just like children. They're they're trainees. I I get what they're going for. The whole like, you know, make it a children are our future. Save the day and everything. Aaron, this is what (laughs) those are child soldiers. Are they not like seven, like eighteen? You know, like they they signed up for the army. They like they look like thirteen or something. I guess I haven't seen that. I, I normally when this trailer comes on, I I just actually tune out. <laughs> I'm like, 
whatever. Also, could you have a less inspired title? Pacific Rim Uprising. <laughs> I really liked when it was uh, Maelstrom. That's pretty cool. Like, that's that's cool. That's unique. That's cool. But, but I, Uprising sells, apparently, Aaron. I don't know. Well, not. No, it doesn't, because this isn't going to make money. The best, honestly, the <laughs> I think the best colon something that's like sounds really generic, but is actually amazing, is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, <laughs> which is honestly the best. Hideo Kojima, a genius. Um, although I'm sure he, he actually, probably... He actually just lost it in translation. It yeah, it probably was, actually. <laughs> like, I don't think he came up with the name. I don't think he speaks English, so... <laughs> someone at konami was just like yeah we're doing this all right uh let's move on isle of dogs very excited for stop motion stop wes motion anderson. wes anderson that that's Ooh. an automatic sell yeah yep <laughs> i don't know if this is getting a wide release part of me believes it probably isn't it I just think it'll be wide enough for you to go see it hopefully because i really want to i you know I have seen a couple Wes Anderson films now, and everything I see them, I'm, uh, I'm down for. So, I'm down for this. Let me just run through the cast. If, that di if we're not already sold on Wes Anderson, Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Liv Schreiber, Greta Gerwig. My girl, Greta Gerwig's in this movie. Bill Murray. Jeff gold bloom even bill what is it what is this cast holy crap scarlet johansson the talent tilda swinton francis mcdormand courtney b vance yoko ono for some reason and ken watanabe you're telling me this isn't one of the greatest casts of all time. You're lying. They're, they're playing dogs. They're playing dogs. <laughs> well, some of them, but yeah, um, yeah. It, it's just it, this movie's going to be amazing. <laughs> like I don't see any other way. This uh, also reminds me, though, I need to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox before this, just to get that full idea of his stop motion style. But. Yeah, I am very excited for this. All right, that's about all. I don't know anything else about it. So, unless anyone else has something to say about the dogs. Nope. Let me tell you about Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> I cannot believe that this is a real movie. Disgusting. Disney. Is this Disney? This is Disney, right? The first one was, like, outsourced by Disney. This oh, one's not. Okay, good. I didn't think so, but it was... I just... So, uh, Romeo and Numiet. That's the name of the first one. <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet is what it's called, actually. Um... This came out our freshman year of high school, I believe, while we were reading Romeo and Juliet for, or like, an English class. Really? Yeah. Do you not remember this? 
did you have to go see Romeo? And Romeo? No, we didn't have to go see it. I think we got like extra credit if we did or something. It was something weird like that. And I was like, that you couldn't pay me to go see Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, no, not worth it. <laughs> um, and English, <laughs> English wasn't the class I needed the extra credit in. Like, can I transfer this to like a math class maybe? Um, but yeah, and now years later, that would have been. 2011 now seven years later they're like everyone was clamoring for a sequel to Nomeo and Juliet here it is Sherlock gnomes this is the problem in our country people are, are wanting this no I don't think they really are that was kind of a joke but maybe there are I don't know I don't know anything about this movie as far as are people interested in it I doubt it me too like a belated sequel to a not beloved animated movie. Not Disney this time, even. <laughs> yeah, like if this was like a Finding Dory situation, mm-hmm. it would make sense. But like, who was clamoring for more gnome-based public domain <laughs> parody? Um, the no- the real life gnomes were. Jeez. Yeah. That that's the underrepresentation in Hollywood is the the gnomes. I now it's really oh no! (laughs) I was just about to say it's telling that they didn't get the cast back, but they did. (laughs) They did. Oh my god! uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. So if you wanted any more reason to hate this movie, Johnny Depp's in it. Um, Emily Blunt. Playing Juliet. For some reason, Romeo and Juliet are in it. <laughs> I thought they killed themselves at the end of the first one. Or is that too dark for you, Disney? Are you not willing? What if, oh my gosh, what if Romeo and Romeo, whatever, what if the, the two characters, they end up like jumping off somewhere and they shatter because like, they're like garden gnomes? Oh, something tells I need to me, this movie now. Something tells me that will not happen. It will. If that happens, I will go see this movie because I want to see like them just like. La, la, la. So that, so again, I just want I want to remind everyone that will not happen. <laughs> uh, but directed by the person who did Kung Fu Panda, your guys' beloved Kung Fu Panda. Oh, I love Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is the best. I don't know why I'm like crapping all over your guys' movies today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you're insecure. Yeah. Your movie opinions. Exactly. What? Okay. Uh, Midnight Sun. It's everything, Is this everything. the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? Maybe. Let me look it up. Uh, but yeah, it's everything, everything again. It's the same movie. But it's night instead of outside this time. Or she can't go out at daytime? I don't... So stupid, dude. <laughs> like, I can't believe that this exists. Here we go. <clears throat> Midnight Sun. Patrick Schwarzenegger. Here we are. <laughs> and Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. Bella, you're a good comedy actress. Please get your footing in comedy. And then maybe, you know, venture into the wide world of drama. But why are you doing this? I, 
now for all I know, this actually could be a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen anything for it. I but watched it's... the trailer just because I wanted to see uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger's acting. He yeah. looks a lot like a younger version of his dad. No, Is he buff and swole? It's interesting. He's, he's pretty swole. Not he's Kylo pretty swole. But... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kylo Ren swole's the... No, oh, not Kylo Ren swole or his father swole, but... Yeah, he's getting there. Sorry. He's only 17? Guys, come on. No, he's not. He's, like, way older I... than 17. He's, uh, 27? <laughs> No, he's not. There's no way. Is my math just that bad? Yes, it is. Yeah, he's only 24. <laughs> my math is just that bad. Um, gross. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I just I don't think care. That's all I just don't care. I just... Guys, I come out here every week. I pretend to at least care about some of these movies. I'm like, hey, you know, it could be good. I'll maybe see it. And I just, I can't pretend with this one. I just don't care. <laughs> Unsane. This is one I do care about. I am so hyped for this movie. I'm, I, I am moderately not, hype about it. Moderately hyped. This movie looks wild this is the now remember internet when i was like oh this movie doesn't look like my cup of tea i want to burn my mouth on this cup of tea what? i want to just like <laughs> when did we talk about this movie have we talked about this before yeah because i thought i always thought it was a steven spielberg movie oh yeah yeah, yeah we spielberg mentioned movie. that because like i just saw like a glimpse i was like oh really i thought he was making ready player one or something and you're like <laughs> ready player one i'm like no i'm like i don't know it's the crazy lady or she thinks she's gonna be like oh it was like steven like spieldman or something like that <laughs> steven soderberg <laughs> sure. i don't know there you go close enough um so aaron you and i kind of talked about this off air last week mm-hmm. and i still stand by that feeling like if anyone doesn't know, Steven Soderbergh, I don't, I doubt he continues this, but at one point in an interview, he was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot all my movies now on iPhones. And, uh... It, is it this shot on an iPhone? Yeah. This is shot entirely on iPhone. Yeah. And it shows. Yes, it does. Um, but... Why? It's interesting. Does he just want to do it? Like... He, he's just one of the filmmakers that's constantly trying to be, like, find the Edge. next big thing. Yeah. And part of me thinks the reason he's doing it, and I, if this is the reason he's doing it, I commend him completely for it, is that he's showing young filmmakers, you don't need fancy camera, just go out there and shoot a movie. Now, you, that being you said... dollars, though, to edit... Ugh. You don't need money to edit. <laughs> like, yeah, you can get it really fancy, fancy programs. programs. You can, but you can you can do it with Movie Maker. It's not... I'm trying to give Steven Soderbergh some credit, please. Um, if that's the reason he's doing it, that's awesome. That's inspiring. But Aaron, as you pointed out, he has sets and locations and, like, Claire Foy, who's an amazing actress, um... And just tons of crew to make this movie. So, the idea is halfway there. Um, It's like... It's it's an interesting mm -hmm. approach. It is. Not the first film that have done it. No. I'm excited for the the film. 
Yeah, I think it's just gonna end up being Shutter Island, <laughs> is my fear. It looks a lot like Shutter Island, um, but we'll see. If the twist is the same as Shutter Island, I will lose my mind. I will be like, whoa, what happened? How about we just go see the movie? I will. I'll definitely see it. Um, I... I don't know, man. I just... I hope he doesn't continue to only shoot on iPhones. I hope that's just a thing he's saying to, like, build hype for this movie. But... Yeah. No, it, he might make another one, but it's not, like, the rest of the his exclusive. career. exclusive. Like, oh, he's, he's a good director. Of course, director. he already tried to retire once, so. Yeah. He's like, the rest he's, of my movies will be on iPhone, and, and he retires after this. <laughs> no, Steven Soderbergh did uh, Logan Lucky, David. Er, yeah, he's, David. he's yeah. so good, he came out of retirement to do Logan Lucky. Yeah, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, uh. we'll see. Uh, it's a big week, though. Big week for releases. I want to see three of these. I think, right? What? Now I'm already forgetting one. What's the first one we talked about? Oh, Pacific Rim. I don't want to see Pacific Rim, but I will see Pacific Rim. So that's, yeah, we'll count it as three. Um, we're getting into summer, guys, and it's going to be an interesting one. It's March. Aaron. Yeah, it's summer. Black it's summer Panther mission. came out in February. Blockbuster season is any time now. <laughs> Except January. January and September. Well, no, then it came out in September now, so September's good all of a sudden. I don't know. Anyway, guys, let's move on. That's my pen clicking. To what have we been watching this week? David. Yes? I'm itching to know what you're thinking. About the strangers. Because I, you know, I came on the podcast last week. I was like, I hate this movie. I think it's garbage. Worst movie of 2018 so far. And it's glad to know, I'm glad to know that I have a kinship with someone on this podcast in my hatred of this film. Indeed. So Half tell star, me about it. Because that's the lowest ranking I can give on <laughs> the good old letter. Now box. you seem to like really hate it. <laughs> Like, there's at least one oh. scene in this movie that I think is pretty good, but... Enough for a whole star? Enough for... Well, I don't do stars, but if I did... Um, no, not enough. See, remember how we not talked enough. about that director trying to do the next big thing? Jake's like, oh, I'm doing the next big thing. I'm, I'm rating movies, but I'm not giving them an actual rating. I'm, I'm not rating know. movies at all. I'm ranking. I don't... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, internet. This movie is awful. Like... So many things like are just illogical, and like mm-hmm. the superpower, dude. I didn't know it was a supernatural movie. The, the it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> not. But they, yeah, they but just have no that, continuity. That's, that's my joke. That's yeah, no, my I, joke. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so disappointing. How did like, you? So so so. Okay, continue. Sorry. Literally, this girl is hiding in a house, and so this is so. I, I, I can't. Am I allowed to ruin this movie? Aaron's gonna no. see it. I'm Aaron's gonna, gonna see, see it. it. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I can't. I can't say all my nitpicky thing. Yeah. We no. There's talk about it later in the year. So just, we're definitely we'll going to. This, this movie is like makes no sense and it's it's awful. Now, like, did you at least think the pool scene was interesting? No. Okay, that's the one scene that I kind of liked. 
I'm like, there's, no. you know, there's some interesting stuff. The the snap zoom actually works in that scene. It's not like every other time they do a snap zoom where it's like, why they're just talking? <laughs> like, why is this needed? <laughs> like, it's the only editing trick he learned. <laughs> oh man. I know I you're not you're not a I don't know if I mentioned this last week but the thing that really pissed me off at the end of this movie was when the credits start and it's in the same font as Halloween and like the same kind of like John Carpenter score uh type thing was playing I'm like do not compare yourself to John Carpenter right now (laughs) like you just made an absolutely trash film and no but yeah it was also very very short yeah it's like 80 minutes i think yeah i was like wow so it's the suffering doesn't last for long (laughs) um yeah though after the podcast last week i had saw i had saw i had seen um the AV Club's review come up in my Twitter feed for this movie, and they gave it, like, a favorable review, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, guys. I, It's honestly a shock to me that anyone enjoyed this at all, because there like, are people out there. Like, it's not, okay, it's like, oh, it's a scary movie. I'm like, eh. What, it's like, not scary. I wasn't scared at all. No. And then they're like, oh, it's a home invasion movie. I'm like, I mean. There's not even a home to invade. <laughs> yeah. It's a chase through a field movie. They took away the only good part of the first one. It's oh my god, I hate it so much. Alright, sorry. 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 I'm getting I'm getting in the way of your stranger's hate. I'm gonna let you continue. But Beyonce had sorry. Had to had to bring that dead meme back. No, I'm just gonna move on to the next movie that we saw, Jake, because I literally cannot like i like i have so many like specific tiny little things that like i need to say why did you see this like why (laughs) why yeah because my friend jess was in town and she was like i really want to go see this movie you want to see this movie and i was like i got movie movie (laughs) pass said no man she just said no it wasn't worth it i used movie pass too and i was like i wish i didn't anyway uh, I mean, I, I so I watched it because I wanted to use my movie pass and get like another. Because guess what, boys? I'm almost to 700 movies. I'm at 697. Right. I know. I know. I know. I'm a small boy, not like you cool boys. But... You put you put Black Mirror in there. That doesn't count. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm sorry. All right, Tomb Raider. We want to talk about Tomb Raider. Let's talk about Tomb Raider. Oh God, I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I hate that I like this movie. <laughs> this is the best video game movie to date. Uh, yeah, B- best video game adaptation movie. Sure. The yeah, I because Internet, that's, that's Ready Player One exists, and Aaron loves Ready Player One. I just didn't want Aaron to start breaking into a fist fight with us. Mm-hmm. He's he hasn't even seen the movie, and he's already going to bat for it. So. Do you think it will have a rap at the end? Oh my god, we can only hope. They say every single pop culture reference. Iron Giant, Tracer, (laughs) World of Warcraft. (laughs) World of Spacecraft. (laughs) They show a picture of Tracer. Trollborn. (laughs) For some reason, Overwatch is in this movie. Anyway, continuing to talk later. I'm getting off on a track. 
I, for a brief moment, and I almost texted Aaron and said, please talk me out of this. But for a brief moment, I almost put it higher in my ranking than Black Panther. (laughs) And I talked myself out of it. I was like, if I have to text Aaron and tell him to talk me out of it, I obviously don't like it that much. I would have talked to you out of it. (laughs) I know you would have. Um, it's just, it's mediocre as a film, I'd say. David, would you agree? I think it's trying to find a solid base, because it's an origin. Origin stories are hard to do. Yeah, this one sucks. (laughs) It's the worst part of the movie. Uh I said the worst part of the movie is all like the, oh, the first time she killed a man. And like all this stuff it's like it's good in the video game because like you're the one who does it and there's like an emotional reaction to it almost and in this it's like yeah i don't care i don't know i like there's just something weird about seeing this Lorecroft, who we've seen in two games now mow down hundreds of men <laughs> and now we're seeing her kill one guy and it's like Oh, oh, I I killed someone. I'm sad. It's just like, it was different because it was a new Laura Croft in the original game, if that makes sense. I'm trying to use words. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. There's a, there's a base here. I want to see a sequel. I think a sequel would be great. I think Alicia Vikander uh, is like a really great Laura Croft. Way better than Angelina Jolie. <laughs> so, again, not hard, but... Um, there's just certain, I said this to you, David, after, too. I'm like, there's certain liberties they take where they try to add their own lore that don't make sense to me. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, we won't say what because we don't want to spoil the movie for people out there. Um, and I, like, I respect that thought, that idea that they wanted to add something new to her story. Um, but it just doesn't. It just, it feels weird. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, someone who's like, well, in in any of the Tomb Raiders, that doesn't happen. Uh, Being a horrible person, you know, garbage, as we said from the beginning. But, um, I don't know. David, continue. You you say a little something about it. What do you think? I mean, I like her as Laura. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's enjoyable. I think that I'm going to cough. One minute, internet. (laughs) He's going to cough. Everybody, three, two, one. Cough. Lift off. All right. Um. So what I'm talking about is like Laura is like I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. mm -hmm. I was sitting there. I had some smiles on my face. You know, some of some of the. Some of the adventuring things were, like, over the top, I feel like. like <laughs> not, not over the top as in, like, oh, my gosh, that could never happen. It's just, like, they specifically, like, like I don't know. It's so orchestrated. You know, I yeah. think that's what you're trying to say. Like, it's, yeah, like, yes, okay. thank you. What, what are the chances all of this happens right now kind of thing? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, no, not, not that. It's just, like, 
So they're like, oh, we need to have her like doing a monkey bar scene. Oh, and, oh yeah. Oh my that, god. That's what I mean. It's like <laughs> we need her to jump off a cliff or just that like we need her to do a... All right. I want to talk about the monkey bar scene real quick. <laughs> because there is a straight up shot in this movie where the boat, you know, it's in the trailer, it's in the first game. The boat kind of breaks a little bit and she can't jump to the other side. But there's a white pipe that lines the side that she can grab on and shimmy across to the other side of the boat. And I'm like, oh my god, that's such horrible fan service. Like, there's white things you can climb on in the video games. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, yep, you're right. But but they had that climbing axe. I was like, oh, baby. The pickaxe, yeah, that one wasn't like as, abs- as absurdly like put into it. Like, wink, wink, this is the pickaxe I use. Also, in the very first trailer, there's a scene in a pawn shop where she gets her her iconic two pistols. Um, That doesn't happen at the beginning of the movie, so you already know what the end of the movie is. I'm just going to say that. It's like, oh, yeah, good one, guys. You really put that one in the trailer, didn't you, you idiots? I'm getting upset. I did enjoy this movie. I think the puzzles, like the, when it, the movie really becomes you like did. an Indiana Jones movie, I love it. I love everything about that. Um, except for the first, there's like one puzzle that starts the whole tomb raiding, and I'm like, oh, cool, they're just going to show her solving it and not really tell us how she's solving it. It's kind of dumb. The best part about Indiana Jones is that, you know, you kind of feel like a smart adventurer too. Um they fixed that though. There's more later. That Walter Goggins is in this movie <laughs> for some reason. He's fine. He does fine. Um, yeah, that's about it. There's uh, some pretty heavy-handed uh, setup for a sequel. That uh, it's like, oh, did you play the new games? Did you play them? <laughs> you knew it was coming. Like, oh god, oh god. Okay, guys. But other than that, it's an enjoyable film. Better CG than Black Panther. It, I can't wait to go. See I'm it. not kidding, Aaron. He just he just shook his head back I know and forth. That's wrong. Just from the trailers. No. Oh my god, you're gonna try to defend. The scene where Michael B. Jordan and Black Panther are talking on the train tracks and it looks like they just had them in studio and forgot to light them. <laughs> like, oh god. You're gonna defend that horrible plane. Oh I will. That was a fun scene. The... It's a fun scene. Anyway, David, what else did you want? <laughs> Sorry. So did not watch Walking Dead, did not watch Elena. I gotta catch up on that. I've been real busy these last couple of weeks. But um I did watch which I can't believe. I finished season one of Stranger Things. Which I cannot and believe. I texted I texted Aaron, I'm like, this is the most overrated show of my entire existence. Like, why do people like this? And you're like, thank you that like someone agrees. Like Right. I was like, and then like I started and I watched a couple episodes of season two because like my friends like oh my god like like season one's okay but like season two is like my life I was like it's your life she's like yeah it's so good it's so much better than season two better than season one I was like okay and guess what 
it's still really boring. And like, I'm glad that I can be a pioneer for our podcast and watch things like, you know, Stranger Things. Aaron and watched also, it too. You know, like Thirteen <laughs> Reasons, and like mm-hmm. the shows that are. So I can be a spokesperson to the popular, to the pop culture. I'm glad I can do this for <laughs> no, no one is asking this of you, Derek. No. But I am a crusader in my... Oh, God. Church. Maybe don't call yourself a crusader. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I Should I watch it? Should I finish it? I don't like it. Then don't bother. But... You have other shows. You should. It's watch. the same. It's the same thing that David's Atlanta. talking about. Watch Atlanta. Watch you should be watching Atlanta. Yeah, Duh. it's the same thing David was just saying. That like people are keep telling him it gets better, and that's what people keep telling me about it. And I'm like, but no. Finn Wolfhard's the only good part of the show. Everything else, I'm like, I just don't want to watch this. So I probably won't. Thank you, David, for your service, um, and watching. Hey. And patriotism. And pa- sure, patriotism too, for watching this uh, this show because I will not be continuing. I've just decided right now. Aaron, I'm guessing probably won't be watching it because he hasn't watched season two. I already two watched yet. all of season two. So oh, I'm you gonna... did? I didn't. Yeah. Did you talk about it on the podcast? I think so. I don't think you yeah, did. You watched it a really long time ago. Maybe I just don't I remember. It that. Like uh, before the errands. Really. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I don't remember that. All right. Um, sure. What else do you watch, David? That's like all I watched this week. All right. Well, let's let's transition into mine then, because we both watched Tomb Raider. Let me talk about the other 2017 movie. 2017. Oh my God. Three months in, and I'm still doing this. Uh, 2018 movie. That I've seen. A Wrinkle in Time. It's a mixed bag, I think. There are things that I think are pretty good. There are things that I think are awful. Uh, There are three things that I think are particularly awful. Oprah, Reese Witherspoon, and Mindy Kaling somehow are the worst part of this movie. They're like so bad. I can't believe that they. this was the direction they were given. <laughs> was to just be some of the most insufferable characters to ever grace film. And I don't even dislike that. I love Mindy Kaling. I think Reese Witherspoon's great. Not a fan of Oprah, but I understand the appeal. And somehow they're all awful. <laughs> I don't get it. Um... So that part, anytime they're on screen, it's like, oh, God, here we go. Their costumes are amazing, though. I will say that. This movie is gorgeous. Some of the best visual effects, CG, uh, costumes, like, color palette, even. Like, some of the best that I've seen in a long time. But everything beneath it is just so boring and bad. And I don't understand why they did this. Like, why was this the way they wanted to tell the story? I I don't know. Um, there are some, like, pretty good scenes. There's stuff later on. Once the 
third act starts. The movie gets quite good in some places, but I keep coming back to like it's like way too col well, not way too colorful. It's way too bright, I guess is the word. Like it, everything's way too cheery and happy for like some actually horrifying things that happen in this movie. I've never read the book. Aaron, did you at some point? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Is there like a scene in the movie with like kids bouncing balls? In the book? Yeah. yeah. Th that's in the movie. It's one of the most horrifying things I think I've ever seen in my life. It's but like one of the most iconic moments. Okay. Of the story. Well, and in this movie, it's like not played like that. It's played like, this is goofy and wacky. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm like, put this in any other movie. And it's just scary, man. It's weird. And then it's completely undercut. This whole movie is undercut by out-of-place pop music that doesn't belong. Like, right directly after ball bouncing scene, there's like a weekend song that plays. And I'm like, oof, ugh, that doesn't go there. Not really the kind of movie that you're making, but all right. There's another really emotional scene. And I think it, I think it's two weekend songs, actually. And it's like, that song does not belong there either, but nice try. I think Ava DuVernay is like a talented director, but this is not where her talents belong, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it was Disney. I don't know what happened here. They also, anytime, anytime, and it grates on you so quickly. Anytime Charles Wallace is either mentioned or spoken to, they say the full name Charles Wallace every single time. That's his name. Not Charlie or, hey, Wally, or like, hey, no. hey. They don't even just look at him and be like, hey, what do you think? It's like, Charles Wallace, what do you think, Charles Wallace? Like, oh my god, why? Did they think we'd forget who the character was? Because... That's another great example, I think, of book dialogue. I'm assuming it's like that in the book. It sounded like book dialogue. Not fitting in a movie, right? It just sounds weird when everyone's, like, spouting the name Charles Wallace, full name, every time. And it's horrible. And you need to play a drinking game based off of how many times they say it. You will die, but it'll be a good time until then, I guess. Anyway, Wrinkling Time. I'm going to say don't see it. I'd say it's a bad movie. There's good parts, but rent it. Um, Put it below Maze Runner. So I did. I did. It's it's just the pop music, man. <laughs> it just undercuts everything. And then, and then, of course, as I mentioned, Reese Witherspoon. Doing oh, yeah. I what? I totally, until you, I just totally remembered the whole DJ Khaled music video he just says two lines yeah but he's the credited artist yeah yeah the, the actually the credits start and the first thing you hear once the credits start another one <laughs> it's like oh my god no um yeah reese witherspoon doing the least in this movie and by that i mean she's the worst part I, reese witherspoon think you're a good actress i respect what you do I think you just didn't care about this one. I think you maybe phoned it in a little bit. That's just me. Uh, anyway. Movie that I love, though. Favorite movie of the week. Are we doing that now? We're picking favorite movie of the week. 
Too late. I'm already doing it. Um, one day, or sorry, two days, one night. The numbers get mixed up, man. It's a Belgian film. The reason I really wanted to watch it, it's Criterion Collection for one. Number two, um, Marion Cotillard was nominated for Best Actress the year this came out. Um, she should have won. Uh, no doubt about it. She's absolutely amazing in this movie. <laughs> Uh, it's really great. I think everyone should watch it. I don't even want to say too much about it. Um, it's just very dialogue-driven, very performance-driven. Um, it'll, it'll have you in tears, man. It'll have you in tears and thinking, well, capitalism's pretty messed up, huh? <laughs> like, oh, yikes. Um, that's what this movie will do for you. Also, one of the... I don't even know how, how to even describe it in words. One of, like, the quietest and least... One of the quietest and most subtle depictions of depression I think I've ever seen in a film. And for that alone, I'm like, this movie is amazing. But it does so much else, too. And Marion Cotillard is one of the greats. Even if she has a horrible death scene in The Dark Knight Rises <laughs> that she continues to defend. Again, thank you, Aaron, for showing me that video. <laughs> but, uh... Oh my god, I need to watch that again after this. But, um... Great movie. Highly recommended to everyone. It's great. Not quite as good as Paddington. Paddington is still higher in my 2014 ranking. Mm. But... Still good. Anyway, that's my list. Aaron, what you been yep. watching? And pick your favorite uh, movie, too, because that's the thing we do now, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, a few things this week. Uh, first off, I went to see this documentary that mm-hmm. they were screening on uh, campus. Mm-hmm. Just because they, they have these film screenings all the time, and I'm like, I should probably go into some of those, because I'm like the only student who like cares enough <laughs> so, like, I kind of wanted to have some student that goes that's not forced to. Mm-hmm. So I went, and it was uh, two trains running. Okay, which is this? It was this documentary about in the '60s. There were these people that were like big blues fans from like artists from like the '20s and whatever, and they were trying to go down to the south to try to find these blues artists that had disappeared that had like recorded albums. And then, like, no one knew what happened to them. And then, basically, the idea is that it's these, like, white people looking for these black artists in the South at the same time that, like, all the civil rights stuff is happening. And, like, like the KKK and the police or whatever are, like, increasingly trying their efforts to, like, stop, like, uh, black people from getting the right to vote and stuff. And so like these two things are like on a collision course where it's like these people looking for black culture in the South at the same time, these people are trying to like suppress everything about it. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of like, you know, how that plays into what's happening in the modern world and stuff like that. And like how, yeah, you know, all, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very interesting documentary. It's an interesting like approach to that subject matter to like look at it through the lens of these people looking for music kind of thing and it was an interesting 
construction for it, a lot of it was like animated. So hmm. interesting. Oh. Yeah, I, that so sounds was... interesting. I'd I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. So I figured that'd be one I go to, and I did. Nice. You gonna go to more? I don't. I'm curious if they'll have any more this semester. They <laughs> might have one. They're more. like, no one came to this. <laughs> <laughs> just defeated. No, I, I don't know if people come, just no students outside of like people who are forced to. Oh, so it's just they just let random people come too then. Like it's for like the community. Okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh so then for this week, uh I actually went and added the Cohen brothers to my list of favorite directors. So I was like Yeah, they deserve it. Yes. They do. Took Sam Raimi off, because even though he made two great trilogies, the rest of his stuff kind of sucks. You don't so, like Oz the Great and Powerful? I do not. I do, actually. But, <laughs> Whoops. But anyway, looking at that list, oh, I started watching some of the films of these favorite directors that I had not seen yet. Mm. So first up, from John Carpenter, Ghosts of Mars. Mm, mm. Terrible. Really, really terrible so cheaply made so poorly written it's so weirdly constructed like there's just like <laughs> constant flashbacks oh. it's one of the most confusingly edited movies i've ever seen where they like begin at the end of the story and then they have like a flashback but then there's like flashbacks in the flashback and then there's like flashbacks happening concurrently oh, and then there's like flashbacks God. that don't even relate to anything that's happening <laughs> oh wow it's so confusing. Sounded like uh, Carpenter needed a good editor there. Did he edit it? He probably edited it. He probably edited it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I don't know what happened. To oh, him, John. <laughs> what year did this come out? Two thousand five. I don't know. Two thousand one. Uh, oh, two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. All right then. It's, uh, yeah, Ice Cube's in there. Yeah, I was just going to say, how can it be bad when Ice Cube's in it? Oh, God, okay. There's this weird thing where it's like, takes place in the future that has a matriarchal society, but, like, that's never relevant at all. That's just, like, a thing they did. (laughs) Oh, my God. John, no. (laughs) Okay. And then, yeah, it's pretty much just... These people get trapped in a mining colony with people possessed by ghosts of Mars. And then they have to shoot them all. Shoot the ghosts. And this weird thing where they're like, hey, maybe we were the invaders. And this is just them fighting back. And then they're like, their answer to that is being like, yeah, let's kill them all. (laughs) (laughs) So they pull... Oh, God, that's a dark joke. I don't even know if I should Continue. Sorry. So that's yeah, that's Ghost of Mars. Uh, Carpenter's worst film that I've seen. His worst, huh? Yeah. W- what's second? Uh, what's second to that? The Fog. Okay. I don't really like The Fog. Okay, I hear people like that one though. What it happened? has its charms, but like it's also a terrible movie. Okay. All right. So and, it's uh... worth watching, but it's bad. Uh, next up, from Richard Linklater. A scanner darkly. Oh yeah. It's, so you watched this one because you're a huge Alex Jones fan, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like completely undercutting <laughs> like everything today. I'm I hate that I can recognize his voice. 
like that I'm watching this movie, I'm all of a sudden just like, oh, that's that's Alex Jones. That's his voice. Yeah. What but, a, if you wanted the definition of garbage person, <laughs> go take a look at anything Alex Jones has ever made. Um, except his, he he did these movies. So yeah, well, I mean, his, I mean, is like his podcast or whatever right, it is, right. a radio but, show. Um, yeah. So I, this was one I was curious about because one, I was curious about the rotoscope animation, mm-hmm. and two, I was curious like why was Richard Linklater the director of this? Because this seems very unlike all his other films I've seen, where it's like this sci-fi film based on a Philip K. Dick novel. And so I was like, why did he choose to do this? And then I watched the film, and it's actually very much a Linklater film, and that it's basically <laughs> like about this future where everyone's addicted to like these hallucinatory drugs that like make you forget your identity and stuff. Oh my so god. Like, you have like Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves and Woody Harrelson just having these like random conversations about like nothing and getting really paranoid about like the dumbest stuff. <laughs> I think I need to see this now. <laughs> it's, this sounds amazing. It's actually really cool. I really enjoyed it. It's just such an odd movie all around, but all right. Yeah. It's the weakest link later film that I've seen. But still pretty good. Good. Uh, finally, from Wes Craven, My Soul to Take. Because mm. one of his last films. How'd that one go last. for you? I liked it better than I probably should have. Like, this is a film that bombed and got like a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. And whoa, was <laughs> whoa, what? <laughs> but, like, it's just so fascinating like it's one of those films that like if you're a fan of Wes Craven of his style and like his writing and like his particular fascinations and also his like particular failings this is like one of the most Wes Craven movies to ever exist like it's just there's so many he's drawing from like all these weird sources and he's like trying to like stitch together this screenplay from like all these things that fascinate him and it doesn't really work at all but it also really works really well because he's just doing things like he's just making a crazy movie oh wes <laughs> i don't but yeah it, it's weird though because it's also like a high school set movie where the cast actually looks like they are high school students oh. and it's so weird i actually wanted to mention that about wrinkle in time too the girl looks like she's 14, because she is 14. Also, Psycho Kid from uh, from uh, Better Watch Out is in it, and he's supposed to be the love interest, and I kept thinking, dude's a psychopath. <laughs> like, it was really strange. Anyway, continue. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just this really fun movie that doesn't make any sense and has so many, like, plot threads that just drop, and, like, the twists are so obvious and everything. But it's just so idiosyncratic of Wes Craven that I love it. Okay. So, not his weakest film. No. What's that? What's his weakest one so far? Uh, Night Visions, which was this TV pilot retroactively That's made right. into a that, movie after yeah, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> Worked for uh, Mulholland Drive. <laughs> not that one, I guess. Right. Um, all right. 
Is that all you got this week? Yes. Didn't watch Jessica Jones yet? No, because I'm working my way through uh, American Crime Story Season 2 first. I was uh, going to talk about that after I finished it. Which but. one is that? Sorry, uh, now I'm just confused. What, what's the story on that one? Uh, the Assassination of Gianni Versace. That's right, thank you. Because um, it was going to expire sooner, so I was like, I'll watch that and then Jessica Jones. Alright guys, uh, so during my planning for this episode, I realized that a nap is not good radio, unfortunately. David's already prepared, though. He already he has his light off, but we can't nap. No naps. Mm, I thought it was a good idea. Well, put it in your nap podcast, Aaron. Where you talk about naps and take naps. Talk about napster. So we got to think of something. New. Oh, it wasn't that bad of a pun. <laughs> uh, so we got to think of something new. We got to think of something to fill this time with. So, anyone have any uh, opening suggestions? All right, I guess I do then, (laughs) because no one else... David, go ahead, go ahead. You were starting. I think that we should do an advertisement. Oh. We should get We should get sponsors. So I think during this time, we we play like a nice little commercial-like segment where people just send us money, and we... Or or I have another one. We could do a shout-out segment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Email the fan mm. or email the fans. Well, I'll email the fans. Go for the it. fans email us. Okay, yeah, yo, who wants to shout out? Who, a podcast? <laughs> who so wants so a shout like, out? Do you want a well, shout out on the podcast? I don't know. So that's okay. one option. But I also think that we could start making some serious money if we start selling out this. Don't time. you think we would if we could, David? <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're not taking advantage of it yet. So right, 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 right. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, let's keep that one in mind. We can have, like, a commercial break. We all just take five, and we just let ads run. I think that's perfect. Um, now I was thinking something a little more groundbreaking. All right? You know like what? shot in an iPhone groundbreaking? Yeah, man. Kinda. Kinda. Um, no one's ever done this on a podcast, alright? And maybe someone has. Don't at me about it. But we need to, in three different places of this world, shoot a movie in, the po- in this part of the podcast. Now, you won't be able to see what we're shooting. You'll get little audio clues. It's going to be like Cloverfield. And we're going to upload this movie on a random part of the internet. And you, the listener, have to find the audio clues and figure out where it's at. you got to listen. you got to figure out what the movie's about. You need to do all this cyber sleuthing. And then you'll find it. And it'll be a good movie. It'll be pristine. It'll be the Titanic of the tens. What are we calling this decade? Tens? I guess. I don't know. The decade best left forgotten. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, 
So, yeah, I think that's probably uh, a good idea. We can also get some celebrity cameos. I already have Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger on the line. Arnold, how you doing over there? Aaron, Aaron, you gotta, you gotta trick people into thinking that we have Arnold Schwarzenegger. What do I have to do? You're the impressions person. Aaron, no, I, I'm, I introduced him. They just heard my voice. If they don't... It, Dang it, Aaron, if you don't do it quick, they're going to figure out that we don't have Arnold Schwarzenegger. And we got Danny DeVito on the line, too. <laughs> hey, we got both of them. We're doing Twins 3. Triplets. They actually are making that, so I feel like I just... I going to say they actually are. Oh, Arnold, is that you? Is that you over there, Arnold? Yes. This, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, your English has improved quite a bit recently. I don't... Aaron, what is your uh, what is your idea? <laughs> uh, my idea. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're at almost at a hundred episodes. That's a lot of content. That is a lot of content. That's a lot of content to work with. Mm. So what I'm thinking is we go back through all our past episodes, mm. and we just like take little audio clips, and we just like stitch them into a new conversation. So that way we can just like take a breather and not have to do mm. any new work for a whole week. But we would still have <laughs> a new podcast because we're just taking, we're just gonna like take like a word mm. here and a phrase here and a, another word here and a laugh here and then can stitch them into a perfect conversation about something entirely different from what we were talking about before. So what would you say to someone who might think that that sounds like more work than recording a podcast? <laughs> I would say that clearly not because we don't have to come up with any new ideas. Oh, that's okay. that's the hard part about this podcast. I thought you were gonna say we just clip show it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we're doing. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a new it's a new conversation. It counts. It counts. All right. Well. I already forgot what some of ours were. <laughs> Aaron, yours was clip show. All right. <clears throat> I say next week, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to start the movie idea. But also, we're going to use, instead of you getting audio from the movie, you get audio from past podcasts as a kind of window into where it's going to be, where the movie's going to be, what the movie's going to be about. It's triplets. I already told you that. We're making triplets. I'm sorry. Cat's out of the bag. We are making triplets. We got Eddie Murphy on on the line. Eddie? Eddie, you with us still? Eddie Eddie was disconnected, but he's he's on. And Arnold, thank you for joining us. Um, Join us again when triplets is out. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the movie, about your role, what you've done. I think Arnold was disconnected too. Um, we're really running a tight ship around here. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. <clears throat> oh boy, I like to just bring little nuggets, little nuggets from my childhood. Let's call it nuggets that I still enjoy. I still like this movie. But it's a bad movie. Kicking and Screaming. 
the Will Ferrell movie. Now, I will go to bat for this movie any day. I love this movie. (laughs) It is still a bad movie. And is this me taking this as an excuse to talk about it? Of course it is. I've wanted to talk about kicking and screaming for a long time. Here I am, finally talking about it. The dreams come true. We got any fans of kicking and screaming out there? It's much of an iconic movie. I think it's above the normal mind. Yeah. So David, we got a we got a David fan of Kiki and Scream. Aaron, you a fan? I vaguely remember this movie. I know I've seen it. Oh god. They go to like do they go to like a pizza place at one point? Yeah, they hire the Italian kids for soccer. Okay. (laughs) I just realized how racist that was. Oh my god. We need to alright, Aaron. Next time you come, we're watching Kicking and Screaming. We're all getting together. We're going to have a Kicking and Screaming watch party. I thought we were going to watch the Bye Bye Man. We're going to watch the Bye Bye Man, and we're going to watch all of Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) The whole trilogy. All right, we've got a lot to go through. But you haven't watched this movie until you've watched it with me. All right, I think everything makes me laugh. And it's all stemmed because this is one of my dad's favorite movies ever. Every time it makes him laugh. Half-calf? Does that mean anything to any of you? We're going to get a half-calf. Can you do like half-caffeine, half-regular coffee? Or half-half, sorry, half-decaf, half-regular. You want a half-calf? Yeah. All right, we'll get him a half-calf. We're going to have a half-calf. Good for you. That's a great scene. You don't love kicking and screaming? No one love kicking and screaming out there? We don't got any big fans? What about the scene where he works at a, the dad owns a a sports shop and the tagline to his commercial is we have balls. You don't like that joke? Is that a little too highbrow for you all? Not quite the Adam Sandler humor you're all used to. (laughs) Mike Ditka's in this. There's a good scene where He's smoking in the house and his wife, his wife doesn't want him to smoke in the house. And he's talking to Will Ferrell. All right. He's talking to Will. And every time he lights up the cigar, he hands the cigar to Will. And the wife yells at Will instead of Mike. <laughs> it's so funny. It's a good bit. And it happens a couple times. And he's like, I don't know why I'm smoking. I'm sorry. It's because he wants him to coach with him. And my favorite quote. One I used for a long time, not a long time, but every time we did a rant segment, is uh, Mike Ditka yells at Will, and he says, "You," he says, "Go to hell," and then Will Ferrell says, "No, you go to hell," and while you're there, grab me a juice box. <laughs> it's a whole gag. It's like, oh yeah, he's the juice box boy. Will Ferrell gets a big head. He thinks he's the good coach. It's a it's a ride and a half, guys. Go watch Kicking and Screaming. I guarantee you, you will not hate it. (laughs) I was going to say not be disappointed, but I don't know how high your uh, expectations are right now. It's a really weird lesbian joke in it that I didn't get as a kid. Because it's not really even a joke. It's just Will Ferrell really uncomfortable that two of the parents are lesbians. It's a movie. It it doesn't hold up. (laughs) Let me be honest. 
It was the early 2000s. Everyone thought that was funny for some reason. Garbage people. As we, again, discussed. And what's your favorite part of kicking and screaming? Uh, the part with the Italian restaurant, because that's literally the only <laughs> part I remember. Meat comes first is the line. He's like, my kids can play soccer, but meat comes first. Okay. And after the first game, I'm going to leave you all with this. This is a good gag. After the first game, Will Ferrell buys every kid on, <laughs> buys every kid on the team a parakeet. It's like, yeah, you can take them home and feed them and everything. It's like, it's just that kind of stupid, horrible humor that's not funny. But to me, hits me right here. It makes me laugh. I used to put this in School of Rock in the same category of film. I realize now School of Rock is um, an amazing film. (laughs) And this is bad. But I liked this better as a kid. I just want that to be pointed out whenever you think a kid has good taste in something you're wrong so anyway let's move on to the fault in your stars Aaron did you pick a uh, kicking and screaming review for this one I did not but I do have a good review for you guys a good review interesting well a bad review Ah. a good bad Mm. review Okay. Guess ready? Yes. David, you awake? No, he's absolutely not. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> David, he was not going to not do the nap segment this week, guys. Continue, Aaron. Uh, actually, two reviews for you. All right. Half a star. As an adult, I can't say this was very enjoyable. But if you're a parent, this might be a great one for the kids. There does seem to be a bit of violence, though that may not be suitable, depending on strict your guidelines are. Hmm. Couldn't take this film seriously with grown men flying around in capes and costumes, and it seemed a bit much for a kid's film, so I have to give this a low rating. Next review. Okay. Two stars. Fabulous production of of a mishmash... That's not what they actually said. Mishmash of okay. heroes where the villain has to be top. Otherwise, why call all of them? Superman, Spider-Man, Batman are missing? <laughs> <laughs> Probably because they work for another government or franchise. I thought that, that was a bit much in comic book form. And I agree with myself in film form. Oh my god. It's already a stretch to live in one superhero world. Mixing them makes it so preposterous. It's like drinking wine and milk at the same time. And that is for two. Add cognac. <laughs> cranberry juice and tea. And I feel like puking. A marvel of special effects, though. Much too much. I mean... There's so many non-sequiturs in that <laughs> that just don't lead anywhere. They don't feel like real criticisms. That, like, I was confident in the Avengers, but now I don't know. Is it the Avengers? It is the Avengers. Okay. <laughs> Superman, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, 
are missing. Probably because they work for another government. Yeah. Totally. That's that's the lore. For the kids. A little too violent for the kids. What's the most violent thing that happens in the Avengers? Probably Coulson dying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was like, Thor gets like stabbed in the side at one point. That's the only thing I could think of. Sad that I can't remember Coulson. He was the best part of the early movies, and now they just act like he's not even real anymore. But whatever. What? Fan theory. Coulson shows up in Infinity War. Do you think he ever comes back? (laughs) Like, it's so stupid. That has to be the, well, not the dumbest, but one of the dumbest things in the Marvel Universe right now is that Coulson's just alive and no one cares or even knows. It's just so dumb. Oh, my God. The dumbest, though, is in humans. Right, but we, God, the whole TV sector of Marvel is just so stupid to me. I just... Netflix show is fine, but everything else, the ABC stuff, is like, why did you do this? Anyway. Is that show still running? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. You still watching it? This might it? be its final season. I haven't been watching it live. Mm. I just catch it on Netflix now. Yeah, that's probably the smart thing to do. I just, Why? Anyway, let's move on to the end of the show, Uh, (laughs) the outro even. Guys, this has been episode 95 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David, still asleep, at dbecks with two S's 15 on Twitter. You can find... He's alive! (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just kind of... Cut it here, coasting scene, playing the surprise, so I can really just jump in on some really good topics, you know. Uh, it's the end of the show. I know. <laughs> um, best time to time to chime in. Time in. Oh. Oh my god. You can find Aaron around the internet <laughs> at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name started taken at Tumblr dot com. Yeah, are you working on it? Anything? There'll be a Pacific Rim review when I see it. Oh my god, you're really going to see this this week? I thought it was kind of a joke. I'm going to go see (laughs) it. Now I need to see it. You're going to force my hand on this one, like with a rock dog. I'm probably going to go see Ready Player One if it's at the local theater. We're seeing Ready Player One. I'm going to walk to see it. We're doing a a spoiler cast to Ready Player One. Why? Because, David, you said that last trailer was good. You agree with me. I said the last trailer was so much better than everything I've been looking at. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Um, Yeah, and if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake Lace on Twitter. Jake underscore Lace, actually. I know things. Uh, You can find me, Jake Lace, on Tumblr. Letterboxd. I'm posting many reviews there now, if you want to read them. I make a lot of typos. And then I go back and fix them. One time, I, I read my Annihilation review again today, and I said this is the best sci-if film. Not really a thing. Uh, it's more it's sci-fi is what I was looking for. Um, yeah, you can do that. 
And if uh, you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway at Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, all the good places. Just those four, actually. Nowhere else. But You can leave us a like, a comment, a review. Actually, you can find us one other place. Find us at RebootArtUnderway at gmail.com. You can email us a thing if you want to. Email us your spiciest Infinity War theories. Where's Hawkeye? I, I really, that was a real question. Someone answer that. Um, and guys, join us next week when we talk about Do you think the Bye Bye Man will be in Ready Player One? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Infinity War, but either one, I want him. <laughs> I want him there. Yep. God, I feel like this is my greatest like if fear. I, if I were to set up a contest with an elaborate Easter egg that you had to have pop culture knowledge in order to solve and win my billion-dollar fortune and control of the Oasis and everything, mm-hmm. the ultimate solution would be the Bye Bye Man. I know. For you, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seems like an errant thing. So, like, the only person who could win this would be you. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to disqualify you. Right. Well, I, I assume that when you make billions of dollars and have a corporation, I'll be at least in some way involved. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Maybe I'm just, it, you know, putting our friendship a little too high, maybe. Maybe that's what's happening now. Guys, maybe. this is the end of the show. I don't know. Goodbye. Have a good night. Hope you're all snuggled up tight. I don't know. Bye. <laughs> that was weird. The ending was weird. <laughs>